Welcome to Startup Confidential, what industry insiders will never tell you that you need to know if you're building a consumer brand. With your host, best-selling author of Ramping Your Brand, Dr. James Richardson. Let's do this. Welcome to episode 113, How Athletic Brewing Becomes the Next Billion Dollar Brand. Non-alcoholic beer is perhaps American consumer culture's oldest social responsibility segment. Commercial branded non-alcoholic beer made its way into tens of thousands of bars and taverns by the 1990s, in part as a soft form of legal defense support for their retail and on-premise partners, and also due to the pressure from mothers against drunk driving and the rise of the designated driver movement. Beer giants had zero intention of scaling this rat. <laughs> this segment. And alcohol consumption impairs inhibition and often generates rapid repeat purchases. This is a sales advantage. The alcohol industry has no intention in torpedo. Consider the fact that when you assess the widely ridiculed poor taste equivalency of non-alcoholic beer offerings from this era. And so the half-hearted non-alcoholic beer segment has barely cracked 1% of U.S. beer market share after a century half century of broad distribution. Yet you'll find a non-alcoholic tap handle almost everywhere. When older Americans, 50 plus, were in college, drinking non-alcoholic beer at a bar likely led to jokes and ribbing, especially among men. There was no widely diffused set of reasons to stand out from your buddies in this way. Choosing non-alcoholic beer in public confirmed two forms of stigma, which I remember, recovered alcoholic or social loser. The challenge athletic brewing faces is to find a new positioning for non-alcoholic beer that makes it a modern, unstigmatized choice and avoid the trap of beyond meat. What trap is that? The trap of not being a delicious alternative, framing yourself purely as Alt-X, shoving product into distribution before strong repeat and household retention has been established, losing symbolic and category focus, bloating your SG&A due to lack of product focus, not finding a clear outcome that matters in people's personal lives, not switching its marketing mix after it hits scale. Athletic Brewing has become one of the more impressive skate ramp brands of the 2020s, due mainly to rigorous early R&D, aggressive social insertion into highly networked aspirational fitness events like Spartan races, Iron Man, Tough Mudder, and near-miraculous timing for a D2C CPG launch i.e. before Apple's privacy changes and the pandemic-induced ballooning of dropshipper fees. Whoop! PGS projects that the company will be 150 million trailing business by the end of this year, end of 2024 at least. Uh, that assumes a static UPC mix and current rates of household penetration growth across all channels. So let's see how they got here and what risks they face in maintaining this outstanding performance product mix. Hey listeners, exponential growth involves more than a killer product, great fundraising, and a great team. You need superb analytics to ride the ramp. Dr. Richardson's latest online course is now available, Effective Consumer Marketing for Early Stage Founders. You can find course pricing and details at premiumgrowthsolutions.com courses. And now back to the episode. Athletic Brewing has a very unique process for brewing non-alcoholic beer, and most of its raised capital has gone toward financing two large breweries near the New York and L.A. markets that make the business possible. As Forbes noted in a piece last year, brewers traditionally make non-alcoholic beer by cooking or filtering standard brews, a process that removes the alcohol and most of the flavor. Schufelt and Walker took a different tack. Tweak the grains, 
sugars, temperature, and pH levels to brew a beer with bleak flavor and little alcohol from the start. Athletic Brewing offers 12-plus brews, including seasonal and LTO website-only offerings. Half the mix is also award-winning in beer competitions, not non-alcoholic beer competitions. <laughs> Run Wild IPA and Free Wave IPA are the top sellers with the broadest omni-channel distribution. They're probably the two UBCs you know. Athletic Brewing remains relentlessly focused on beer, a vast universe of flavor and aroma possibilities. And it wants to be the craft non-alcoholic beer. So what's the opportunity? Well, Athletic Brewing fans believe it is simply a great tasting beer. I mean, this is a brand that wins elite global beer taste awards like the World Beer Awards, and a lot of them. This is fantastic sensory social proof that you need to build a billion dollar plus business. So what's the risk? Well, traditional beer offers a trifecta of broad population reach outcomes. Refreshment, buzz, and flavor. Ooh. By deleting the critical alcohol outcome, buzz, does athletic brewing limit its occasion reach or actually expand it? How does the competitive struggle alter when beer has to compete purely on an outcome bundle-like? Refreshing flavor. For the rest of my thoughts on athletic brewing, and how it can reposition itself for billion-dollar growth, check out my recent piece for the Food Institute. Head to thefoodinstitute.org and type mm, PGS <laughs> or Athletic Brewing. I'm sure it'll come up. Thanks all. That's all I got for you this time. Be safe out there. Thanks for listening. Remember, Dr. Richardson has loads of resources for founders at premiumgrowthsolutions.com. And when you're on his site, don't forget to take his founder's quiz and see if you're ready to ride the skate ramp of exponential growth.